Welcome to Friends in Fiction, five best-selling authors and the stories. Novelists Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, Patty Callahan Henry, and Mary Alice Monroe are five longtime friends with more than 80 published books to their credit. In 2020, they created Friends in Fiction to provide author interviews and fascinating insider talk about publishing and writing, and to highlight independent bookstores. These friends discuss the books they've written, the books they're reading now, and the art of storytelling. If you love books and you're curious about the writing world, you're in the right place. Welcome, everybody. We are gathered here tonight for the newcomer, Mary Kay Andrews' brand new book that just launched yesterday. All of us here at Friends in Fiction are so excited for this book. And for this party. And for summer. Because as they say, summer begins with MKA. Uh, Yay! Hey, thanks so much, everyone, for being with me here tonight to celebrate the launch of The Newcomer, which I can't remember if it's my 28th or 29th novel. The Newcomer is about a young woman named Letty who arrives at one of those vintage mom-and-pop motels on Florida's Gulf Coast uh, um, just at dawn, and she has a little four-year-old girl in the back seat who is not her daughter, Letty is exhausted and terrified. She's on the run from the law and from uh, a bad guy in New York City. So there's a little bit of mis- there's a lot of mystery, actually, a little bit of romance, and I hope a lot of fun. Cheers to the newcomer. Thanks. Cheers. But speaking of newcomers. Have you ever had someone knock on your door unexpectedly and you wished you were more prepared to entertain them? All the time. I, I have. I was going to say, like a thousand examples just flew mm-hmm. through my head. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always keep our Mama Geraldine's on hand. Just add wine. Boom. Instant party. Remember to use code FAT5 for 20% off at MamaGeraldine's.com. Also, Tonight, let's also raise a glass to Reunion Beach, the anthology. Oh, thank you. Patty and I both contribute to here's the beautiful cover. Whoop, I'm no glare. That it we found out today. It was an instant New York Times and USA Today bestseller. So thank you. So many thank yous to all the friends and fiction members who supported it this week. And if you haven't had a chance to pick it up, we would love it if you did. This was a book written in memory of our friend, Dorothea Benton Frank. I also want to let you know that if you have not purchased Mary Kay's The Newcomer yet, our bookseller of the week is Foxtail Bookshop. And anyone who buys The Newcomer from Foxtail between now and Saturday will get a limited edition Friends and Fiction The Newcomer Motel Key Ring. So Um, that is a great incentive. So now take it away, Christy. Well, I'm so excited to be your host for tonight for the third of our Friends of Fiction launch parties. We've seen beards and captain's hats and bad Southern accents. We've seen- Wait a minute, that was a good Southern accent. I had to clap. (laughs) I I take it back. You were good, I was bad. I'm sorry, I was bad. (laughs) I was awful. And I mean- 
of anyone that has a Southern accent right here, it's me. And I just could not get it together. Well, bless Um, your hearts. You tried hard. That's what counts. We've seen role-playing and quizzes and surprise guests. And tonight, it's Mary Kay's Big Night. And we are going to switch it up a little bit with a game show vibe. So tonight is a mix of This Is Your Life and Password. So while we're playing, if you've started the newcomer, please leave your compliments for MKA in the comments. We'll be reading some of them later in the show, and we will also take a few questions if we have time. So if you have a burning question, feel free to leave it. But let's get started. Here we go. Yeah, Eddie, the first thing we are going to do is get in the way back machine. (laughs) And Mary Kay, we're going to talk about your early days in publishing. So tell us who gave you the most profound and lasting writing advice that you have ever carried with you. Uh, You mean besides my dad who said, don't quit your day job? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I think I got the best writing advice from one of my early editors. Um, and, um, I haven't seen him in quite a while. Uh, I think he's still in New York publishing. I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> do, we, do we know I who think, that might I be? I to remember you talking. Wait, oh, oh, is this doorbell ring? Door? Who is at that door? Could it be a newcomer to Friends in Fiction? (laughs) Welcome, Eamon. Thank you for joining our party. Everyone, please meet Eamon Dolan. He had to go back in 1992. He was Kathy's editor at HarperCollins. It was right after the asteroid hit. I remember all the dinosaurs disappeared. <laughs> Kathy and I hung on. It was she was so brave. And we're so glad time. you did. Um, uh, so Kathy taught me everything I know as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. I want to hear what what that piece of advice was, Kathy, because I sure forgot. Unless it was number the pages consecutively, which is super <laughs> important. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. <laughs> what? One time I sent in a manuscript. If this was so long ago, you sent in a paper manuscript. And I have a thing with numbers and I, I don't think I I don't think I numbered the pages. <laughs> you may not. Damon opened opened the package and I think the pages flew everywhere and there was some anger, I'll say. <laughs> I'm so what was the piece of advice? Yeah. What was the piece of advice? Okay. The piece of advice he gave me, he said that the easier it was to read, the harder it was to write. Do you remember telling me that, Eamon? I do. And I will say I have, I have, had to, I have told every single author I've worked with since then. And I often work with the same author multiple times. And I have to repeat it every time we start working together. Yeah. Because it's, it's so hard. hard to keep in mind, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I love that advice. And I mean, I don't know how you implement it, but I love it. Well, I mean, Kathy credits you with teaching her how to write a novel. And that's really yeah. something, considering now she's done 28 of them. Yeah, I did Do not you have some memories? Um, yeah, she says you did. I want to hear a memory you want to share from those early days. We uh, want to hear we want to hear MKA's story. <clears throat> well, I loved working with MKA. <clears throat> by whatever name she might have been known at the time. 
Um, and I was a very young editor at the time. I'm still a very young editor, obviously, just look at me. Um, but so I was in middle school then, but I, I, she, Kathy was one of the first um, authors that I worked with sort of at, on my, you know, at my own, uh, um, on my own steam, uh, on my own recognizance. And I remember um, clearly how, sh how, um, how, I mean, how frankly, how open she was to mm. uh, some of my uh, suggestions. These were the Callahan Garrity books that I worked on. And I remember she was very close to the suggestion that she rename her protagonist uh, Ga uh, uh, Garrity Callahan. I thought that was just better, but you know, hey, you know, different strokes. Um, I, I just, I, more than any one particular event, I remember just a, just a, a smooth flow. I just sort of like when your author becomes your friend, it's, it doesn't yeah, always happen. Yeah. Um, and I really lucked out. Um, and I've tried to um, make my relationships with my authors since then. And I've worked with probably uh, 200 or 225 or so. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, wow. Well, I'm old, like we discussed. Wow. Um, <laughs> I. The, you know, our bond, Kathy's and mine, were, were, yeah. is, is, is exemplary for me. It's and really sweet. I try to, to recreate. You know, we, do, you, do you remember when we cut 100 pages out of my second manuscript <laughs> over a phone call, a single oh, landline no phone call? No way. Yes, it was, it was Tin Can, I believe. It was a Tin Can telephone from Manhattan. Yes. Down to that is a <laughs> lot of pages. We Well, that's actually t is a testament to how, how well we did work together. And how uh, and that was, that was a, that, uh, we did a good job in that, too. <laughs> that was To Live and Die in Dixie. Dixie yep. Um, and it was like all afternoon and I'd say, and it was a landline. We, you know, I didn't have a cell phone and I'd say, okay, Eamon, I got to go pee. <laughs> I come back. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that's a statement I've ever made to my editor, but I could, that's a testament to your close friendship. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd say, wait a minute. I mean, the kids are coming home from school. Yep, let me let them yep. in. Let them let me let him in the house. <laughs> or let me lock the door. We we got a hundred. Do you remember that, Eamon? It I was did, like yeah. a marathon phone call. And it worked. hundred pages. It really. I mean, I mean, you guys, you know, who, who are writers, know how hard that is. You know, it's mm. not just like you say, "Oh, let's cut out the middle hundred pages." You know, mm. you have to go. It's yeah. surgical. You know. Yeah. yeah. It and, is, and we and we pulled it off. And like I said, that was a that was a great book. Um, I love that book. All twenty eight of them have been, but you know, um, or twenty eight of the twenty nine of them have been. I don't want to say which. All one right. <laughs> you know what? Else you don't want to say which one. No, I, I can't. I can't. I can neither. I can't reveal that now. Uh, you have to read all, all twenty nine and decide for yourself. I think you also. <laughs> I think you also taught me. You know, I would write these long preambles and and Eamon would say the reader doesn't need to know that that's right yeah cut ah, that out good you, advice. you you can know it but the reader doesn't need to know it. and you always said and I can still hear you saying it in my <laughs> ear Kathy you're just talking to yourself yeah ah I, I do that that's yeah. a that's actually a really good piece of advice to know when it you're is. talking to yourself yeah he was a great editor well, he well, left me you. I did not leave him by the way I, I was hired away. I did not leave her in a huff. <laughs> you left they, me. They wouldn't let me take her with me when I left. So, um, uh, but you did leave me in good hands, by the way. I did. Yeah, I, I, you I left me, and 
Yeah, he left he left me in very good hands with Carolyn Marino, who mm -hmm. I'm still oh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Still love still love Carolyn. And um so I'd say I've been pretty lucky along the way. Oh, thanks, mm -hmm. Kathy. Well, we have too, the ones th those of us who worked with you, it's for sure. Oh, cases. That's I'm very sure kind. The next I, mean, I think there's someone behind me at the door who might be able to confirm that what I <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't hear anything. Tell her, Eamon. What? <laughs> Wait, let me just see. I've got. Where's you know? I'm 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 not wearing my um my Karnak the the magnificent uh, hat, but or nor am I, do I have the envelope to put up. But I believe <laughs> his name is Stuart the K. Um, <laughs> Stuart the K. <laughs> Stuart the K. I think I'm right about that. Oh um, wait. Stuart the K. That's a sound cue. Someone. Oh, we skipped like the whole no. lightning round no. and everything. We've, oh got, a, we've got a long way to round. go. Oh, we, okay. we, it's not time. It's hey, not you time. got a question for your friend Patty. Sure. I have a question. Uh, do you no, want me just to go to the. <laughs> well, Patty, we would like to know while we're on the topic of early career influences, was there anyone special who had a big impact on shaping you as a writer? Oh, gosh, this is the MKA show. You don't need to know about me. Um, I think that, um, I, well, I remember accosting MKA at a Christmas party and saying, will you, I whispered in her ear, nobody knows, but I'm writing a book. Will you talk to me? And she said, sure. And she has been answering my questions and giving me advice ever since oh, but honestly the people who shaped me the most as a writer probably are the people i've read the authors yeah. i've read yeah. because i didn't just read them i immersed myself in their work mm -hmm. so amen i'm sure that if you had been my very first editor i would have said you so. yeah no oh. doubt i'm certain of that i mean more so than whatever shakespeare or conrad or edith wharton or any of those Absolutely. exactly i mean <laughs> you know bakers yeah and you would have numbered your pages for sure. <laughs> they would, I mean, consecutive, man. It would have been all about consecutiveness. Wait, Wait did I hear I something? Thunder. Did I, I hear something? Thunder. I hear thunder. <laughs> Sounds can only mean one thing. It's time for the lightning round. So, Eamon, before you go, let's let everyone answer this question. You're pouring cocktails on your summer vacation. What are sure. you fixing, Eamon? Um... I am fixing a, um, I'm fixing an Eamon Dolan. And Eamon Dolan is an Arnold Palmer with uh, two shots of bourbon. Love oh, it. That's nice. Good. That's a good so southern drink. Uh, I yeah, like I, that. I, I might actually not, be fixing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kathy. Sorry. You're not a... <laughs> You're not a Scotch man anymore, Eamon? Well, for the for the Eamon Dolan, you know, uh, bourbon really works a little bit better. Uh, but if you were asking, <laughs> if this was one of your Christmas-themed books, Kathy, I would have said, you know, just uh, uh, Lafroig straight up. And, uh, oh, nice. Mm, nice, nice, nice. We used okay, to have a recipe for that. We did. Yeah. We did, and it was bourbon versus whiskey. Uh, uh, we, versus, yeah, we would bet, on, we would bet on the uh, Braves versus the Yankees. Yankees, which were a thing in those days. Both teams were yeah. up in contention. <laughs> and, and when the uh, Yankees won, which he inevitably did, I'd have to send him a uh, bottle of Lafroy. Yep, which he inevitably did. And they were delicious. Okay. Thank you. Shut Kat. up. That's hilarious. 
Kristen, okay. what about you? What are you I, I enjoy a dirty martini once in a while, but I think I'm going to start making an Eamon Dolan. That sounds, oh, that sounds like a thing to do. Yeah, yeah. How about well, you, Christine? For me, since it's for me a French 75, always and forever a French mm-hmm. 75. If I drank those by the pool, Patty, I'd be going under. So what I'm trying to do, because I'm losing the COVID-15, is I'm having a wine spritzer, which is seltzer water, just a yep. little bit of wine in it, lots mm. of ice. What's like the that. French 75? Champagne. Oh, it's champagne and a little uh, simple syrup and a little, is it gin? I, I put gin. vodka in mine. Gin, gin and lemon. Yep. Oh, gin and lemon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I may, I may mm-hmm. set the Amon Dolan aside. The only reason it's called the Amon Dolan is I actually think that's the one thing in my life I invented. I, you know, I, I keep, you know, <laughs> riding on the shirt tails of other talents, except in my invention of that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Christy, I, drink- I want to talk. Oh. No, Christy, what are you drinking at the pool? Um, for me, it's ranch water, and it's especially appropriate since it is Cinco de Mayo. But it's ah. if you haven't had it, it's tequila. Fresh squeezed lime juice and Topo Chico. And that is it. Oh, and it is bad. Topo Chico. Oh that my gosh. Really love it. Be careful opening those bottles because they just, <laughs> if you're not careful. I love the Topo Chico itself. The bottles themselves are also really cool. They're great. Yes. Oh, yes. Christy, I've never heard of that one. Oh, I, I got I got you, Patty. June 23rd. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Big old picture. <laughs> I'll be I, soon. Um, I'll drink a I'll drink a delightful um bourbon and water at the pool or a vodka tonic with a l- double lime. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. Sounds yep. Okay. I think we have to get rid of Eamon. Eamon, yeah. you know, we love you. <laughs> but I've, I've worn out my welcome clearly. Well, I, I do think there's someone behind me in line, so I'm going to say goodbye and thank you all very much. And Kathy, it's so good. To it was such a joy. Love you. I do. Wow. Well, that was fun. Okay. So let's continue. We covered early influences. Now, Kathy, tell us who guided you on the path when you first decided to shift away from mystery and assume your pen name, Mary Kay Andrews. Well, I was at a car, a crossroads, actually. I wanted to write a different kind of a book. My um, first agent had gotten out of the business and I needed how you say fresh blood. <laughs> Very appropriate Duh, tonight. Duh, duh. I needed I needed a new agent. Oh, oh is that? Did you guys just right? hear that? I hear the doorbell. Oh, door again? Wait, better, better get that, Mama Geraldine. Do, 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 Someone's do, at the door. Do, do. Somebody open the door. <gasps> oh, oh good. It is. It is Kathy's agent. Everybody meet Stuart Krzyzewski. Hello, Stuart. Hey, there. Hey, everybody. Congratulations, MKA. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we we actually made the mistake of inviting an actual shark to the new (laughs) which is which is weird because he's he's the only one without the shark hat. So maybe just shark on his own. I blame you, P.S. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome, Stuart. We are so glad you you. joined us. So tell us a little bit about when Kathy came to you and how it was decided, and how did you decide to make her over as Mary Kay Andrews? We yeah, yeah. Well, Kathy and I kind of met cute. I'm going to go back a little bit before um, you know the birth of MKA. uh, so it was 1995. I had um, just left the agency where I trained and started the Stuart Krzyzewski agency. 
And Kathy um, had the unfortunate task um, on behalf of Sisters in Crime, um, the Mystery Writers Organization, which was really a terrific organization for women crime writers who were being overlooked. And um, the conference was being held in August 1995 in Houston. And Kathy had the job of persuading a New Yorker to go to Houston in <laughs> August. <laughs> and somebody said, Stuart just started a new business. So I was like Mikey from Life Serial. He'll, mm -hmm. you know, he'll do it. Um, anyway, she bribed me with margaritas, with the promise of margaritas. Eamon was there. Um, and uh, we had dinner that night. And we all just started to have some fun. We're at this big conference. And probably several margaritas into it. Kathy sort of like woke up the devil in me. You have a wonderful shocking. way of doing that, Kathy. Shocking, right? Shocking. And we decided to prank Eamon. So I said, Eamon, there is one writer here who is kind of amazing. You need to meet her. Her name's Paige <laughs> Turnay. That's P-A-I-G-E-T-U-R-N-E-R. -E -E and he said, he said, Paige Turner? I said, no, it's pronounced Turnay. Um, <laughs> and uh, we had a, Kathy and I had an envelope delivered to Eamon's banquet table. Now you envelope. forgot part of this. I hate to edit you, Eamon. I hate no, to please. edit you, Sarah. Please, please, please. <laughs> wow, well, the tables Eamon, have turned. <laughs> Eamon said... <laughs> Eamon said he, he, he Eamon said he didn't really enjoy writers' conferences because once people found out he was an editor, unagented new writers would like attack him with manuscripts. Oh, I didn't want to say anything unkind about the aspiring artists at writers' conferences. Well, he he did talk about the fact that he had been in the men's room once and someone slid a manuscript under the door of the stall. Wow. Okay, if we're going there, it's a whole new level. I had a gentleman. He like follow me into the men's room. And while I was at the urinal told me that he had translated um, the Bible into late verse. Um, <laughs> Super. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I missed that. I missed that. That is the one that got away. Anyway, we <laughs> slipped a manuscript to Amen and it had the title on the envelope and it was called kill, kill, die, die. Um, a Snoopy Malone mystery by Paige Chernay. And Kathy and I like watched from like behind our newspapers. And it was um, the phone book. We went out into the, the hotel book. lobby. <laughs> we the but we watched Houston, as he opened the, the envelope. phone book in yeah. an envelope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh and we watch as he like slips the phone book out of the underwear. Truly and then, excellent like, joke. Said, Truly okay, excellent. you guys. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's where our partnership in crime was born, Kathy. <laughs> I think I think it was. It well was a couple done. of years. I didn't need an I didn't my former agent, my agent at the time, got out of the business and I started looking around for an agent and I thought, I need a guy who understands me. <laughs> 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 and I, thought, I thought Stuart, Stuart gets me. Oh, thank you. Well, 
So we met again. It was 1998, um, April 1998, at another mystery conference called Malice Domestic, which was every yep. year in, in Washington, D.C. Um, yep. Celebrated cozy mysteries. They gave out the Agatha Award. It was a great, great, fun place to be. And we... Um, uh, and we met there and Kathy, you know, Kathy, your, your career was going great. I mean, you had written, I think, and published either eight or 10 mm -hmm. Callahan Garrity mysteries. They were all still in print. The sales on each one was a little better than the one before. But what we love about you, Mary Kay, is that, um, you know, it's like, I want more. I want more. I want more readers than that. Yeah. That's not enough. I want more, yeah. more, more, more. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Stuart, when we got together to talk about that, you asked me a question I have never forgotten that nobody had ever asked before. And you said, I know what you've been doing. Now tell me what you want to do. Tell me Aww. your vision for your career. And, and you didn't say that can't happen. We can't do that. You said, what do you want to do? And how do you think we do that? Mm -hmm. And I knew then you were my guy. Oh, awesome. well, thank you. Um, the part of the conversation I remember probably came right after that when you said, but I'm a mystery writer. And mm -hmm. I said, right. no, I said, you're a writer who happens mm -hmm. to be writing mysteries and you know, and I'd read your books and I saw books that had like real character, uh, you know, developed characters and relationships and heart. And, um, you know, you've got to love these people and feel for these people. And I said, that, that's what you do. The mystery is, is, you know, almost beside the point, which mm. true confession, that's the kind of mystery reader I am. You know, mm. there are those people who like on page three say, oh, I knew right away. And I finished the mystery and I'm like, ah, oh, that was a great book. Who did it? I don't care. I'm there for the ride. I'm there for the yeah, story, yeah. the experience, the characters, you know, the atmosphere, you know, all of those yeah. things. And um, I don't remember exactly how we got there, but we came to the idea that, well, what if you wrote something bigger, that eternal question, what's bigger? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, how about if it's a novel that has an element of mystery who done it is not the point. Um, right. And you started writing a book that became the first Mary Kay Andrews and sent me a bunch of it. And there was a body in it. There was a chemistry character opens an armoire and a body mm -hmm. fell out. And fell I said, out. Kathy, there's a body in this. And she said, I, I don't know how to write a book without, with it, without a body. In it. <laughs> So that became Savannah Blues. This is oh, a first yay. printing of the original jacket, um, yeah. jacket of, of Savannah Blues, nice. um, a book that remains that. very, very close to my heart. It is inscribed Mine too. 2603. Wow. Um, okay, I'm going to tear up if I read the inscriptions. I won't read the inscriptions. Aww. Thank you. Um, That's so sweet. Oh, really? It's true. Um, but, you know, the thing that was so, so great about Savannah Blues is that, yeah, it was about 
who done it, but it was really about could Wheezy get her life together and find happiness and Will that son of a bitch get what he deserves? Let's face it. <laughs> Wouldn't have been any fun without that. Carolyn Marino, who you mentioned earlier. Did someone just drop Wait. like a tray <laughs> in the cafeteria? <laughs> um, yeah, I have yeah, the yeah. worst sound effect. Don't give me <laughs> we have we have no future as as Patty, don't quit your day job. Patty, don't quit your day job as a best selling writer, job. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my you. gosh. That's so funny. Sean, Sean the, is um, judging you right now, Patty. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um yeah. So we had this question, you know. Mary, Kathy Hogan Trochek had her following, but we wanted to say, this is something new. How do we say this is something new? And so we sent it out under the name Mary Kate Andrews, which Eliza, many of you know, is named, was created um, an amalgam of Kathy's children's names, um, yeah. Mary Catherine and Andy, and um, had the great advantage of you know, in being alphabetized under A at the beginning of the fiction <laughs> shelf, rather than under T, where Kathy Trocek had been shelved, because as Kathy, in my heart, famously said, my readers don't like to stoop. <laughs> 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 Mary Kate is not stoop. Um, and, you know, we made it like an open secret, you know, fans of Kathy Hogan Trocek, you know, this is her booksellers her. who love Kathy Hogan Trocek, you know, this is her, but she's doing something new and different and wonderful and fun. And awesome. so Stuart was, um, he was my Pygmalion, right? Oh, well, that's sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> we had an auction. We had an auction. That was fun. That was fun. I was by the phone sweating bullets. But, you know, we have to, I think we have to play a, a lightning round now. Okay. Are we playing a lightning hey. round now? Okay, Patty, now. Before you go, we're going to let everyone answer this question. This could okay. be anywhere in the world. What's your all-time favorite beach? Ooh, I'm going to say Positano on the Amalfi Coast in That's Italy. It's where Pam and I spent our honeymoon. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, we did in 1988, and it's where a few years later in 1991, we went back, and it was so romantic. I'm out on a newspaper headline on the beach in Italian that said, coup in USSR. I was like, oh, my God, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what a beach. What a beach. And these little restaurants where you can get these like piles of little tiny fried fish and, yeah. you know, and, and wonderful Italian wines and, you know, it's just kind of, and, you know, heaven. Okay. Now Kristen has also has a European fufu mm -hmm. beach. Well, that she loves. It's, it's, it's not, it's kind of like gritty and um, it, I like it just cause it's unexpected. So every summer the pair, the Parisian government ships in, sand it's called the Paris Plage <laughs> and they bring in truckloads of sand in dump it along the Seine River and create a beach so you don't have to leave Paris to go to the beach they've been doing that for <laughs> I think almost 20 years now and it um that's crazy awesome it's awesome it's it's 
not a real beach, but it's pretty great. <laughs> and it's in Paris. You guys know me. You know me in Paris. Yeah. In Paris. You could yeah. do worse. You could do yeah. worse. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had to really toss and turn over this one, but I think mine is like just right across the window. There's a um, a, a, a little island called the Rachel Carson Reserve. And if you've read my Peachtree Bluff series, it's Starlight Island. And yeah. I love it. We spend yeah. so many hours there in the summer that I can't even count. So it's a great spot. And um, I know you expect me to pick some fancy pants beach and I have been to Positano and it's simply stunning. Yes. But I'm telling you, I've had more fun on the sandbar in Bluffton, South Carolina than any beach there is. It is a beach that only shows up for four and a half hours, twice mm -hmm. a day. Mm -hmm. And you take your boat out there and put down the anchor and I love it. We have Watch that too. For the and black tie parties on it. You yeah, need to have it's one of those so fun. Well, here, I don't know about there, but. <laughs> for me, uh, I now don't think, we are. Do you wear the black tie with your swimsuit? Tie. <laughs> yeah, you wear like your black tie and your bathing suit, and then when the and then when the water comes back up, you go away. You go away. <laughs> awesome. I'll wear my formal bathing done. attire. Yeah, yeah, you've got to have your bit. Yeah. Well, for me, I don't think there's any surprise. I, I've been writing about it for 20 years, the Isle of Palms. There you go. That's, that's my baby. I'm, I live here, and it's it's home. Well, I think mine is probably the the beach of my childhood. Uh, Paso Grill Beach, which is right oh, down yeah. from Treasure Island, where where the newcomer is set. It's where I learned how to swim as a toddler. Uh, it's where my college boyfriend and I would go out and park and watch the submarine races. <laughs> well, that's you know what I mean. A different place. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. I mean, I love Tybee Island where we have a home where I am right now. But uh, yeah, the Gulf beaches of Florida, the most amazing sunsets ever. It's true. Yeah. But Stuart, I, I never thought I would say this, but um, thanks for coming to the party. You do my, yeah, you do my heavy lifting and my dirty work. But more than that, you are a dear friend who's game for anything, including dressing up. I'd show, I would show you the picture of you wearing a dress in my house, but I think, I think that's in the vault. Is that in the vault or not in the vault? That's in the vault. It's in the vault. What happens at are Squirrel Hollow? What happens at Squirrel Hollow stays at Squirrel Hollow. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I will keep it for, you know, if you ever try to, you know, mess with me, I will bring out. Never, 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 the, never. The fourth, the uh, the Cinco de Mayo slash Kentucky <laughs> Derby party. And I will show the picture of you in the dress that belonged to my publicist. So, Stuart, you got to go. Bye. I got to go. Just a reminder to all of you out there, anyone who buys the newcomer from Foxtail, our bookseller of the week between now and Saturday, will get a limited edition Friends in Fiction, the newcomer motel key ring. And it is pretty snazzy. So get your hands on one of those by ordering the newcomer this week from Foxtail. Well, that was another great cameo, and we are moving on. Kathy, you have had a nice string of successes, you could say. So, so. Going okay. on, you know, 11 years, 10 novels in a cookbook, with a book a year, and making the best-selling fiction list each time. To what do you attribute that success? 
Uh, you know, I can write a story, but I, I think I think for me, I'm only as good as an editor. And I've been so lucky to have great editorial guidance. And I, you know, I never trust anyone who says they don't need to be edited because I would be lost. Yeah. Oh, wait, who's at the door? Is it another Weird. newcomer? <laughs> oh, my goodness, guys. Look who I've got my lay, I've got my margarita because it's Cinco de Mayo, and I've got my shark straw. I'm yes. so excited to be with you guys. Ready to go. Well, everybody out there, this is Kathy's editor at St. Martin's Press, Jennifer Enderlin, who also happens to be president and publisher at St. Martin's Press Group. Oh, welcome, Jen. I'm so happy to be here. Jen, thank you so much for stopping by. Mostly, thank you for always keeping faith in me. No matter how long I'm at this, you know, I still believe every book is going to bomb. <laughs> I still, I still and believe I that I... And I don't. <laughs> no, we were so worried. So, I was so you know, worried. Every year, I think, every year, I think the jig is up. I'm going to, the doorbell will ring and there'll be the UPS men guy saying, you know, give us the money back. <laughs> Jen, you are, thank you so much for always being my angel on the other shoulder and tell us how in the hell do you do that? How do you bring out the best in your authors, even when they are like me, you know, in the depths of despair and self-doubt and missing deadlines? How, how do you do that? You know, when I, I'm, I'm the publisher of St. Martin's, but I'm also really at heart an editor. And what you an are. editor does, I am a universal reader. So I read the book and, and I think to myself, every time I am somehow pulled out of the book or something doesn't jibe, I stop and I ask myself why. And I, I, I kind of think of myself as the every person reader. And so mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do is get the book to a point where the, the every person reader will be satisfied. And mm -hmm. Kathy is so great to work with because if you say to Kathy, which I have, I remember on a book, Kathy, that we did together where I said, do you realize the book starts on page 104? And Kathy's like, oh my God. And we were able to then cut yeah. that out and start the book where it needed to start. But you have to have kind of the courage of your convictions as an editor to know, okay, like I'm feeling this, I need to convey that to the author. And then you need to, to be able to say like, this is, this is where the action starts. This is where mm -hmm. the book, the heart of the book yeah. starts beating. And in a way, like that's what I do as an editor. You think to yourself, there's a, sometimes there's, there's what I call author throat clearing, where like the mm. author is writing and writing and writing. Yeah. But then you, you as an editor, guilty, watch. guilty. Yeah. Hello. Yes, but, but you also know and can be told that. So where does the heart of the book start beating? And then you ask yourself that question yeah. as an editor. Great way to put wow. it. I think you we know, just I mean, got a writing tip. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> An intentional writing tip. 
Yeah, so that's why she, that it came from Jen Enderlin, right? right? That's why she makes the big money. That's right. <laughs> so she's, that's why she's the publisher. <laughs> well, I really love that. And if we're lucky, you know, we all have someone who brings out the best in us, both mm-hmm. professionally and personally. And Mary but Kay. you also have to have the, the kind of author that is willing to hear it. You know, yes. you have to have an author who wants yeah. to hear that from, because there, I have, I will not name, there have been authors that I've worked with where they really don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear mm. that there is something that could be better. They, they will make, they say, they will say, well, like, I can't do that because of this, this, and this. But Kathy is so open, man. She's so open to hearing how to make the book better. And that is a dream for an editor and a publisher. A dream. <laughs> Where'd she go? Did I hear him? Did I hear a thunderclap? Yes. Oh no! Again. That's the other can only mean that it's time for another lightning round. Oh my god! Then we cannot let you get away without talking about buzz books. So everyone. (laughs) What book are you most excited to read this summer? Let's start with you, Jen. Okay, well, there's a lot of books that I'm um, excited to read. First of all, I got to say Christy Clancy, Shoulder Season. That's a St. Martin's book. I've already read it, so I can't. that's kind of cheating. Okay, but let me say, I will say Ellen Hildebrand, Golden Girl. I will say um, 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 Malibu Rising. The one okay. by, oh, tell me the name. Taylor Jenkins. Taylor Jenkins. Taylor Jenkins. Taylor Jenkins. Excited yeah. to read that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited are. to read Laura Dave's new book um, called The Last. No, don't Hold say me. that. Don't say that. I know. <laughs> I am excited. I know. I um, know. And there's there's <laughs> so, uh, Andy Andy Weir who just came out with um, uh, Hail Mary. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I'm so excited to read this summer. But um. Awesome. Tons. And um, I will I will say Chevy Stevens, Dark Roads. Oh, a thriller. If you like thrillers, read that book. Wonderful. Wonderful. Comes out in August. Well, awesome. Kristen, That's what a- about you? Bam. Bam. Uh-huh. Bam. 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 Need I say more? Need I say no, more? <laughs> For me, Forest of Vanishing Stars, Aww. as well as the you. newcomer in the summer of Lost and Found, of course. <laughs> also, Thank I just you. started... Um, this really, really great book by Laura Hankin called A Special Place for Women. It's really good. Um, so that's another one on my list for sure. Um, so I know this is shocking. So y'all get out your pens and pencils. It is The Newcomer and <laughs> The Summer of Lost and Found and The Forest of Van. Those are the upcoming The Forest of Vanishing Stars that I am looking forward to. And I'm also really looking forward to, we had her on with her debut, but Lindsay Rogers Cook. Um, oh, has yeah. a book coming out in July called Learning to Speak Southern. Yeah, I second I'm that. It's fantastic. It's really it good. Yeah, really good. It's all about language and the root mm-hmm. of language. It's mm-hmm. really, That's it's awesome. really great. It's a great story. Well, I, I echo all the four books that you just mentioned, Patty, because <laughs> they should be on everyone's top of the reading list. Uh, we've read them all. They're fabulous. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm really in, very much interested in a young debut author. Uh, Gervais Haggerty and her new book is is called In Polite Company and I've read the book I just adore it and I think she's going to be a very strong upcoming voice Gervais Haggerty awesome and I um I'm dying to read uh Jean Hamp Corlett's book uh I think it's called The Plot yeah, oh, she so wrote. Good. She wrote the book that they made the Undoing from for that incredible. Was that a Hulu? Yes. Yeah. It was. It was I'm, HBO. 
HBO Max. Yeah, HBO right Max. Yeah. 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 I am. I mean, you know, if you can make um, Hugh uh, Grant look Grant, yeah. Grant look slimy. Hugh Grant. If you can make, if you can write a character, and Hugh Grant played that character in The Undoing, and make him a slime bag. Yep. Um, yeah, I want to read. I want to read that book. The plot. It anyway, the great plot. The plot. Yeah, yeah, the plot. Yeah, and it's about the publishing publishing business, which we all yeah, think we know a little it. bit about. Exactly. Anyway, speaking of publishing, Jen, thank you for coming. Thank you for believing in me. I don't have to leave, bringing- do I? I love you guys. <laughs> I love you too. I can't wait for the days when we have those big marketing meetings mm-hmm. and we have those fancy New York lunches mm-hmm. with lots of rosé. And uh, Jen is, along with her other many talents, she is a um, she is like the president of picking out great restaurants to go to Ooh. lunch to. Nice. That's an important I will, I will say that. I will say that true. Yeah. I will say that true. Can I just say, though, true, that working with Kathy, I mean, oh. she inspires all of our entire team. They love oh. her. I mean, she's the type of person where people will, like, they just want to be with her when she comes to the office because oh. we know how much she gives of herself to her books and to her presence in the marketplace. And that makes a difference when you're, your your team adores you, Kathy. They really, really do. You know, oh, it's just because I give them cake. It's not <laughs> even the cake. It's not even the cake. Although I did try to make a bunt cake and I showed Kathy that I failed miserably and what she did. Oh, that was she a- sent me a bunt cake. Of hers. Oh. After that, it was probably not a good thing to send to your capo, di tutti capo boss. I failed at my bunt. I failed. I know. And so I said, <laughs> "This is why you suck at cake." Yes, <laughs> exactly. And you don't. You don't. And you don't. But the thing is, like, I think the difference, like with Kathy, the the love that we have with her. And for oh, her is, is the thing that I think brings us and, and, and inspires us all to bring our A game to her. Oh, it really does. Well, you are we, amazing. This team feels the same way. That's exactly we, what I was going to say. We really do. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jen. Okay, Should move along now. We've got another set to go. Bye, bye, bye. Bye-bye. Such an- another great guest. You just never know who's going to come to our door around here. But we all know that parties are the most fun when your nutty friends show up late night, right? Yes. Absolutely. Like, like the friends you've known so long, they know where the bodies are buried. And the <laughs> friends who might just be the world's best gift givers, she really is. And mm-hmm. the friends who make you laugh until your sides hurt. Those and kind what of about those friends who breed the same dogs as you have? Or you find out went to the same middle school and lived around the block. Exactly. Those friends. Those friends, randomly. Oh, a doorbell. Is it another newcomer? I'm getting really good at this. Congratulations, Kathy! Baby shark! This is my favorite. Congratulations on the publication of this novel. I'm so happy. Thank you. 
Baby Thank Shark. You. Thank, Thank you for coming, you. Lisa. Baby Shark. <laughs> Ladies, wow. it's nice to see you again. Hey, Hi, Lisa. Lisa. You know, Lisa, so many people who came to our recent Foxtail virtual event with you said that you should be a co-host on Friends and Fiction. Oh, that God, event was so that. fun. Oh, God. You guys are my new besties. I had no. You know, you're set by the queen because she makes everybody feel comfortable, and you all made me feel so comfortable, and that's where we're going today. Well, we're so <laughs> thrilled you could join us for this launch party. <laughs> it's super nice. So here is my book. I am so excited to read it. I can't Yay. even. Yay. Lisa, you I am your collection. I am eternally. Oh, oh yeah. see how I did that? I am eternally grateful that you came tonight. And you know, a lot of people maybe don't know that you're a best well, they know you're a best-selling author. Everyone knows that, and a columnist um for the Philly Inquirer and you know, other things. But you, what you might not know is that Lisa go back to what toddlerhood, Lisa? Oh my God, we were 20. <laughs> we, we, were, we go back. We are old, old friends, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. You it know, is. It's a really great thing, especially in this profession, because others tend to be, you know, we all live where we live and we're in our little houses and we're ladies in the suburbs and we're the city. Yeah. And, we, and it's just so great to, to have this friendship last so long and be so wonderful. Mm. And yeah. I love and you. Know, it's just like a Thank mutual collaboration and all of you guys. This is just great. Thank you. So Lisa, I remember when we were newbie authors starting out together at HarperCollins in the 90s. Yes. And and we would go to these events. We would go to Sisters in Crime and we would go to um, um, Mystery Writers of America. I think, Lisa, you were a president at Mystery Writers of America. I know. I'm so proud of myself. So I love so, these organizations that help authors. That's what it's yeah. about. And, you know, we would go to these HarperCollins. We would go to these really fun. Back in the day when they would yeah. have author parties. I know. I got my hair colored. <laughs> Sorry. I got my roots done for you, and now they look horrible. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> I think something important. I'll hide it. Go ahead. Let's yeah, look at Bob. Yeah, I put the sharp hat on it. Hides the roots. Yeah. Lisa, <laughs> I, I want to point out that I'm on I'm – on, um, Day four of the same blowout. Oh, that's impressive. I always think that like trying to get the blowout stretch is like when Kramer was driving and how far you can go on E. With the yeah. gas on empty. <laughs> Day four is good, Dad. Day yep, four. That's impressive. I had waves yesterday. Look at this. <laughs> so Lisa, what do you remember from those early days when we were we would go to these we would go to these HarperCollins events together and we were the like we were the little toddler girls sitting together uh, at these events. You know what I remember honestly to be serious for just one minute. I remember your kindness to me. Oh, you know, no. And authors can be sometimes, um, you know, we're in, people can be introverted, but Kathy is not, and I am not, and you ladies are not, which is why we turned off right away. And we were yapping away, and I was like, I, I think I made a friend. No. <laughs> oh, great. You know what I remember? I remember reading one of your Mary um, and... Um, Olympia? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, um, because you're... Italian Catholic, raised Italian Catholic, and I'm raised Irish Catholic. And I said, Lisa, 
that was an awesome sex scene you wrote. How does a nice Catholic girl write a sex scene like that? A nice Italian Catholic girl write a sex scene like that. And you said, I'm not that nice. And I'm not that Catholic. (laughs) Now all my sex scenes are written from memory, which is great. I I have four dogs and a cat. 17 yes, we love our doggies. Yes, we yeah. do. No. Wait, you wrote a book called what? My, my next husband, what was it called? Why My Third Husband Will Be a Dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't dogs. read that, but I'm going out and getting it tonight. <laughs> really, really. They're just wonderful. Animals are so wonderful. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Lisa, you know, it's important to keep your friends close. Lots of our friends on, on the show have said that. And that we all have ups and downs and this cray cray business right it's it's author friends who keep us going who do you count amongst your dearest author friends i mean besides me lisa besides well i think it's also like we're not so different from everybody else i mean so we've all been through this pandemic and we all have job reversals and you know things happen and you know you've been terrific to me um you've been terrific to me you know historical fiction you guys were wonderfully welcoming to me so were a lot of people in that genre uh, Pam Jenoff, uh, Paula McLean, uh, Christina Baker Klein, um, Lisa Wingate. You know, um, oh, yes. I just wrote. Uh, oh my God, uh, Martha Hall Kelly. You know, I just I've been fan of all of you guys and all of those women for so long, and I just wrote them a letter and said, you know, you know, I I'm trying to try to write in this genre. What do you think? And they're like, let me read it. I'll blurb you. And it was just super nice. I mean, they were like, Lisa Scottolini, who is that? <laughs> I, you know what? You know what it was, honestly, which is what we all need and we all appreciate so much? A fan. You yeah, know, yeah. that's the thing about a book that I kind of love. Like, you can do all this stuff, but your books, Kathy, are wonderful. And so are all of your books. And in the end, somebody sits down in a chair all by themselves and it either speaks to them or it doesn't. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Sorry, my lawyer is misbehaving. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lisa, Lisa used to have this big thing about lawyer jokes, right? Right. I, t- I have great lawyer jokes, but <laughs> tell, you know, tell I, one, tell one lawyer joke. Come on, just one lawyer joke. Oh, good, one, one good one. What is the difference between a lawyer and a pit bull? Lipstick. You know, there's <laughs> nobody has lawyer jokes like lawyers, but most of them are obscene, so I can't tell them. But <laughs> I'm very happy now to be doing historical fiction where it's just all these nice women like you guys and talking about, you know, love and drama and all this stuff like that. It's the stuff of real life and real history that happens today. Yes, I mean, we didn't yes. know we were going to be entering a hist. I realized this the other day. We didn't know we were going to be entering like a historical period with the pandemic, no. and all, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. Exactly. Five years from now, and go. Oh my God, we lived through global history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Something they'll study in books. Our roots yeah. went to hell. Really. Can you guys hear that? I what think, is that? I think I it's did. a thunderclap, which means it's another time for a lightning round. Oh. <laughs> so this is the newcomer launch party after all. So we've got to get to the beach. So everyone, we're going to talk about our beach bag must-haves. You've all got your beach bag packed ready for a day at the beach. And of course, you have your copy of the newcomer. But aside from that, what is in your beach bag, Lisa? I... Today is National Hoagie Day, as we say in Philadelphia. And uh-huh. I love to oh, eat hoagies on the beach. And Patty, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just like leaning 
want to stay you, hoagie. Nothing like a provolone hoagie with nice no, no, peppers, mayo, oil, lettuce, mm. onions, onions, <laughs> oh, and the gets in your teeth. Voice mm. grit. Awesome. Love it. Oh my God. I love it. That's so much more exciting than my beach bag, which is like 5,000 beach toys for a five year old. Plus plus a pound of the sand we brought home during our last beach trip that we've now brought back to the beach. Mm Always. <laughs> I love it. I'm definitely always, I definitely always have a lot of snacks and like 11 pairs of goggles and an extra bathing yes. suit for Will and all of those things. But I always bring like 11 magazines along with my book. Like I leave the house as though I'm going to read six oh, novels yeah. and 27 magazines <laughs> and I get through one hour. four pages of the book. Like, I don't know, but I continue to do it. So I'm obviously insane. I get that. I get that. Every time I empty my beach bag, it's full of a thousand hair clips. Mm -hmm. Yep. Rubber bands because Mm -hmm. this, because of this. (laughs) And, um, a backup book mm-hmm. in case I finish the newcomer. Right. And usually enough sunblock to cover the whole of friends and fiction. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> At least because we have stacks. Oh my gosh. Okay. I always bring uh I don't like plastic bottles, so I bring my my refillable drink. I bring my straw with a friends in fiction on it, my friends in fiction straw and suntan lotion. Always ladies, lotion, lotion, and always, always, you wear your hat. You got to have your, your hat. I don't care if it's a big straw hat or a ball cap, you wear your hat. The what sun is not your hat? Can I wear my shark hat? Only if it covers your face. Does this have SPF protection? <laughs> Do I have to wear it like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's better. I, you know, I have um, on my father's side, uh, it's called Black Irish. So I I have this now chemically enhanced dark curly hair and pale, pale, pale skin. I get burned by the refrigerator light. So I have to like cover... Cover myself in like, I don't even know what the SPF is. It's SPF 4000 and uh, a cold beverage. I can't drink a warm beverage. It has to be something really cold and a good book. And um, I'll I'll admit to you, like Christy, I like house magazines. Mm -hmm. So like I'll have country living or I'll have the new... uh, um, house beautiful, house yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Or, and yeah, you know, sometimes I'll have a little thermos of beer garitas, which is a very Ooh. tasty, <laughs> tasty, uh, beverage for adults. Sounds delish. <laughs> it what is. It is. What is it? It's, you Not know, Lisa, it is, uh, it sounds heinous. But it is <laughs> like Corona beer, frozen limeade, and some other accoutrement. It's in my cookbook, the Beach House cookbook, oh, and um, and maybe some tunes. I like my beach tunes. Some some sixties um, on six because I'm an old chick. 
anyway, Lisa, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us tonight. Lisa, we love seeing you. Stay well. Take care of those We love you too. Thank you. We're going to have you back. Bye. She's gone. All right. So, um, friends, we are running out of time, unfortunately, on our wonderful um, launch party. Oh, my God. How did that happen? I know. So, we are going to have a couple of quick announcements and then. You guys need to stick around for the after show because we have a very brief friends and fiction theater that we're really wanting to share with you. you and yeah. do not want to miss it. It's <laughs> going to be legendary as per usual. And um, we're going to share your compliments on our after show. So okay. Good. Mary Alice, want to kick us off on our announcements? I will. Well, I'll, let's talk about Mama G's. So for your snacks on the porch or the beach, pack up your Mama Geraldine's cheese straws. They're so good, not even your book club will know they aren't homemade. Remember to use the code FAB5 for 20% off at MamaGeraldine's.com. And don't forget that the FAB5 will be having our first real life in-person events this June. We're so excited in Christmas town. <laughs> Of Beaufort, no, not Beaufort, because that's South Carolina. It's okay. Beaufort, North Carolina. So information and tickets are available on our Facebook page. Come on down and join us. And our amazing Friends and Fiction official book club will be reading Yay. Christie's Under the Southern Sky Heart. This Thanks, heart guys. Year. We love So you. make sure to lead, to join that group. It is called on Facebook, the official, the Friends and Fiction of official book club so it's different than this page and it is led by brenda gardner and lisa harrison mm -hmm. so jump on in it gives you lots of extra insights into our books mm -hmm. and next wednesday at 7 p.m on friends and fiction we will be celebrating our own mary alice's release of her beautiful new novel the mm -hmm. summer of lost and found and you know what i met brandy today for the first time, oh, she's so great. Yeah, she really surprised me. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. So, you guys, before we go to Mary Alice's uh, event next Wednesday, though, make sure to join us on Sunday for our mm -hmm. special bonus yeah. episode. So, this Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, please join us right here on the Friends and Fiction page as we chat with the Satellite Sisters and celebrate Mother's Day. We adore them, and we had the chance to sit down and ask them some questions yeah, about motherhood, really aunthood, womanhood, and all that. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, here on the Friends and Fiction page. Bonus and then, of course, next Wednesday, we're going to be celebrating the big launch of Mary Alice Monroe's wonderful new The Summer of Lost and Found. I can't believe it. It's so many fun launches. And oh don't goodness. forget that Foxtail Books is offering that fun free keychain with purchases of the newcomer. Um, and please remember that Launch Week is paramount to the success of a book. So if you're planning on purchasing Mary Kay's book, do her a favor and purchase it from your retailer of choice this week. Congrats again, Mary Kay. We love this book. We're so yeah, proud of you. Too. And we'll see you in a second on the after show. Yes. Congrats, yeah. everybody. Congrats. Cheers. That's a wrap-ish. After show. After show. After show. Yay! Oh Can I take my shark hat off? Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> no, yes. she says no. no. Boss says no. I no. Like, oh no. Okay. You almost have the tiniest heads. Like my circulation is cut off in the worst no, way. No, you have under to put it behind chin. your head. It wouldn't. We you saw what happened when I did that. Bouncing it kept off. like sliding off my head. I know. Okay. I know. Are you guys? I want to give our participants a moment to get ready for Friends in Fiction Theater. 
Um, oh, yes. Is everyone ready for that that part? Um, here I am. we go. Wait, All right. Oh, where's hi. it? Hi. Oh. Wait, what happened to our sound cue? Oh, hi, so much fun, guys. Hey. Patty, where's the doorbell, Patty? Oh. He just like, he, he knows he's welcome. He's welcome. He's right in. He's right okay, in. Come on, wait a minute. Well, Stuart, you are here at the right time. This is the fun part. The only person I know of who calls Stuart Stu is his who, wife, Pam Dorman. That's true. That's true. They're, they're, the they're a, they're a I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give you the nickname. It was under the thing. So it's all this praise for yeah. Mary Kay has been really nice. Mm -hmm. But the question remains, who murdered Tanya. Hmm. 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 Which one of us is it? I know you killed my sister, Evan. She told what? me that if she told me <laughs> that if something <laughs> happened to her, it would be you. Whoa, 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 babe. Just chill, all right? I know you're still pissed about what happened with us, but I did not kill your sister. We weren't exactly getting along, your sister and I, but I love Maya. I would not kill my kid's mother, okay? How do we know you didn't do it? You were the one there when the cops came. Ah! Are you kidding me? <laughs> me? That was what? The worst me? It said Stuart. <laughs> <like> That's <laughs> exactly what I'm going to trust. Me? The one who Oh my God. The one who risked her life, my own life, to save my niece? The one who always goes there for my sister, the one who's always been there when she was being a total nightmare. I don't think so. And look, I mean, Maya drew this for me. She loves me best. So uh, maybe it was Rooney. Maybe it was Rooney. Me? I haven't seen your sister. I cannot do a man's voice. <laughs> I haven't seen your sister in years. Years, I tell you. <laughs> Are you sure about that, Rooney? Oh, I remember you, you crooked thief. How dare you come back up here after what you did? How do we know you weren't the one who killed Tanya, Ava? Me? I've been right here at the Murmuring Surf this whole time. Oh, yeah, do you have an alibi lady? Anyone who could vouch for that? <laughs> oh, you guys suck as actresses. Good thing you're oh, all great writers. Oh, come on. That was a good lady. <laughs> it was this facial hair. Where was your line, Mary Kay? <laughs> I am going to say, I am supposed to say, well, you know, it's a Mary Kay Andrews novel, so you never know. If you want to find out who really killed Tanya Carnahan, you will just have to get your own copy of The Newcomer. 
And so thank you again to all of our friends and fiction readers out there. And thank you again to my stalwart darling agent, Stuart Krzyzewski, for never giving up on me. <laughs> he, he might after this. I don't know. Never, never, never. <laughs> or he might tell you to give up on us. Yeah, exactly. Get rid of those ladies. No <laughs> way. No way. It could be a, yeah. a one-act a one show. <laughs> Carrie loves to snort. Carrie loves to snort the best. You know when you laugh so hard? You know when you have an ironic laugh like that? Like a... No, I can't no. even do it. <laughs> <laughs> you really nailed that, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> I have not blushed this much. I don't even know. That's I, don't, I don't know what's happening. Oh, my For God. sure. <laughs> Stuart, are, are you... I think we all have to put a snort in our next book. Exactly. <laughs> just, just, Stuart, <laughs> are, are you regretting <laughs> coming back? Are you regretting, Stuart, that you've Wait, come I'm back? Every, every, what every every minute minute of it. you you know. If Stuart's here, we have to bring Meg back in. Meg, Let's get, get Meg. in here. Let's Meg. Get Meg. Meg. Yeah, come on, Meg. She's probably this trying to eat Meg. 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 Hello, darling. Oh. So the three, I have a question. The three of you have celebrated, Meg and Stuart and, and Kathy, Mary Kay, the three of you have celebrated loads of launches together. Mm-hmm. And you're usually in the same city. So this must be hard. Well, this is the second time you haven't been able to because yeah. of the pandemic, right? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, What's your favorite but, uh, memory from one of her launches, like in person? Oh, you know, I was going to say, I, I think tonight has been like, like the best launch. And, you know, <laughs> la- la- last year it was um, sad. Uh, last year was just so sad. And we did do a surprise Zoom. Remember that? No. Last year, yeah, we did. We did. We ambushed you. We got Katie to tell you that you were having some family reunion Zoom. Oh yeah. And it was all and it was all of us. Oh, um God. because we just missed being there so much. Yeah. Aww, that's lovely. I, I know, but the, the in-person ones are so much more fun. They are. And I think so I think I think the favorite has to be Probably the first one I came to, which was the one that was at the like the antique store. Was that ladies' night or uh, was it that I, furniture and antique store? I can't remember which book it was, but I that was I think that was ladies' night. No, it might, yeah, be, ladies yeah, it might have been, but yeah. Tom, Tom and I were the bartenders. Oh my gosh, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, and Next it was just a blast. Door, there there were like door prizes. What's that? We gave away a car or something. Somebody got to take a, a real <laughs> an Audi. There was. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, all, we didn't, and we all took our pictures in the Audi. Yeah. I don't know. You didn't get to. You didn't get to get the out. You didn't get to own an Audi, but you got to drive the Audi, which was the Audi that went in the pool. That's in right. The book. You, got <laughs> to, you got to win the Audi for like a week, which was pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. That's um. That's become the um you know, the rule for how to open a book with, um, dare I say, a splash, um, which is you got to put the car in the pool, in the opening in the opening scene. Yeah. yeah well, we, looked, we looked high and low, Stuart, for the vaulted dress picture, but we really seriously couldn't find it. So we were yeah, there are there there are no extant copies. <laughs> yes, there are. And, and, and for the record, for the record, that was not me. That was Miss <laughs> Summer Reed, R-E-I-D. 
Um, and summer has not appeared for a while in the pandemic, but you never know. You, she's, summer Reed is like that maiden form woman. You never know where she'll turn up. The reason why Stuart wore a dress was because Jessica Zimmerman from St. Martin's Press was coming down to from St. My publicist. And she did Rent the Runway, and she wasn't sure what size she wanted. So she ordered two dresses and two different sizes, the same dress in two different sizes, and brought them with her. And when Stuart found that out, he said he was game to wear it. Well, actually, what happened was that Clay, um, Kathy's yeah. uh, my crazy designer Clay, friend, he's the best yeah. at every launch party. Who um, pulled me in to the room and said, "Here, put this on." And you know, I'm tend to just sort of be game when something like that happens. So I was like, "Okay." So I put this on, and then he's like, you know, like checking. He's like, "Does it does it fit?" And you know, sort of checking and the fit in all sort of places he should not have been. By the way, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> it was not like a classic black cocktail dress either. It was like. Oh no, it was a flowery. Pull that out of the vault. I, I, I posted that photo on our office Slack channel, and uh, <laughs> my colleague Laura, who grew up in Atlanta, said, You go to suburban Atlanta for one day and you turn into a tennis mom. <laughs> Yeah, that was so much fun. We had um, Jen came down, Stuart came down. My basically my whole team came down. Meg, of course, was there, but um, Jessica Zimmerman, my publicist, was there, and my incredible marketing guru, uh, Erica Martirano, was there, and Katie, my daughter, had made because it was uh, it was that launch was on. Um, May 5th, and Katie had um, t-shirts made that uh, adios bichachos. <laughs> I got oh, a no. different one. I got a different what one. What did yours say? It said DTF down to Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> My children had to tell me what that really meant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Y'all, we can I can I just can I just end on something? So we yes. we have a lot of um for for our viewers out there cuz when y'all stay for the after show, you know, we like to give you little tidbits. So we have like little conversations going on on the side over here during the <laughs> the quote of the night was from Meg and she said just go with it. It's all aboard all aboard the hot mess express. It's the local tonight. <laughs> well, it was the sound effects. You gotta admit the sound effects. And Patty, you made the best sound effect of the night. You did. <laughs> all aboard the hot mess express. The sound effects were hilarious. Oh my god. Kathy, we have a title. The Hot Mess Express. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Actually, I mean, really I just love it. It's the local. Lots of stops. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but I think that's our new all the way all of our after show. Meg keeps texting. kept texting. Oh. Get on the script. Get on the script. What's wrong with you? 
Kathy, do you even have the script? I love the Meg Walker cracking the whip thing. The script, the script. Wait, but every time I thought thought it was um, uh, like the biggest hot mess, my mom would text me like, this is so great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it really, it was, it was the personal memories that y'all gave tonight were so great and heartfelt and sincere. It was Great. All the guests were so great. Yeah. I mean, Eamon is always a crack up. Jen was just, you know, so on, on target. Yeah. Lisa's always game. Lisa. You know? And the little puppy. Yeah. We love the puppy. And the puppy. Yes. The puppy and the shark yeah. It just yeah. struck me, Kathy, while we were Mary Kay, while we were watching it, you know, you have had and still do, because of who you are and the kind of person you are in return, incredible support. From Eamon yeah, to Carolyn to Stuart to Jen, like you, you, you always build this this but, teamwork approach. But Jen is right. It's because it was because you inspire that, and yeah. because oh, you want to do your best, and you inspire all of us to do our best. So, agree. You know? That's great. And I send and I send you cake. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, go buy the damn book. Go buy yeah. the book. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, can we say it? Can we say it all at the same time? Kathy's hashtag. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, yeah, let me hold it up. Okay, ready? What are we holding? One, one two, three. Three. Bye, Bye. 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 Thank you guys so much. Happy Congratulations. And we'll see Thank you all you. again next so week for Mary Alice. Yeah. Mary Alice, you're But in meantime, the leg, my darling, this week. Bye, the newcomer. Bye, the newcomer. Thank you for tuning in. Join us every week on Facebook or YouTube, where our live show airs every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram. We're so glad you're here. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.